Hello, Sam. Hello, my friend. It has been many moons since our last podcast. It just feels nice to be back on air. It does feel nice to be back on air. Thin air. Uh, thin air. <laughs> not necessarily thin, but definitely good to be back on. Yeah. It's been a long time. A lot of stuff has happened in the sports world, really in the world in general. Uh, I think the most captivating story we've had in the past week has been this submarine that yes. went down, the, the Titanic wreckage, where the Titanic claimed five more souls this past week. It did. It did. So the, the pilot and then four passengers. So here's the crazy part about that was that yeah. the Navy has some kind of secret detection system or like clandestine detection system out there where they detected a sound that uh, basically looks like an quote unquote implosion on their radar system. Interesting. So in other words, the Navy probably already had a good idea that the ship most likely imploded well before the majority of these search efforts were going on, which I find to be intriguing. It's like, you're telling me that the Navy's got this net of sensors just around the Atlantic, and it happened to pick up this tiny little area just outside of the Titanic? Dude, I, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, that. that's how they're kind of confirming that uh, it definitely was an implosion, not definitely it hypothetically was an implosion but frankly if i was them that's the way i'd want it to happen just instantaneous death yeah very true very true rather than drowning for a couple well, minutes yeah, suffocating or freezing to death you know right right for 96 hours Oof, yeah dude. brutal 96 hours i know how how low to the seabed is the titanic like, oh it, it's on the floor right how yeah, how many miles like deep Twelve thousand feet Twelve thousand feet yeah so about, about just a bit more than two miles yeah damn yeah damn dude and, and like an, an Ohio class submarine can only go down to like a thousand feet, so they had to send. I think it was this. I'm pretty sure it was an unmanned drone that they were to capture footage of some of the debris. Like they found the back panel of the boat. They found fucking uh, like I forget what it is. Some kind of bracket or brace for the boat. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, dude. Submarine. Yeah. Going twelve thousand feet below. Yeah. Um, now, if if the Navy already has this data, do they know about how deep they were when they theoretically Im imploded? I think so. I mean, I imagine so. Yeah. Uh, the the ship also lost communication with like the the actual boat above, you know, on the surface that was essentially monitoring them and was like their departing station. I see. So okay. when they lost communication, they were able to time it up where. They identified this blip on their radar, and it coincided with when they lost communication with the uh, underwater vessel. Mm -hmm. And they were able to determine, like, yeah, I guess that was most likely an implosion, so to speak. Right, right. Crazy. I think the craziest part was, <laughs> and you know, not to laugh at that kind of situation, but holy fuck, uh, they got memed the shit out of for the, for the entire time they were gone. They like, did, dude. They did. Man, <laughs> the online world was was not it's kind brutal. to them. It's brutal to them. Brutal. It really was brutal. Dude. Absolutely brutal. I mean, yeah. unnecessarily brutal. Like, I, I I did laugh at a couple of them. I'm not gonna lie. My, my personal favorite was you fall asleep on a submarine and you wake up at a Kobe Bryant game. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's savage. Oh, Kobe, that's savage. Oh, Rest in peace for sure. Now, I I believe that the ticket to get on this submarine. Um, didn't it cost like a quarter of a million? Yeah, yeah, two hundred fifty k, man, quarter million dollars, quarter million dollars. That's expensive. Wow. 
That's that's very expensive. Dude. You can do a lot of things for a quarter million dollars. You really can. And to kill yourself for a quarter million dollars, what a what a way to, to go out. Uh, so there was this, I think it was a Wall Street Journal or a New York Times reporter, some major news outlet reporter, um, actually went on it. Uh, it was a couple years ago, and, and just reported that on the waiver, like the words like like you may die, like appear on it, you know, like three times. Wow. <laughs> within the first like four sentences, so you know that they they signed the waiver, they understood the the Certainly. risk. I mean. You're literally, there, there's been less people at the bottom of the ocean than we put into space. So, I mean, that just goes to show how point. uncharted down there really is, you know? Right, and, and how much we still do not know about the ocean's depths. I mean, it, it covers, what, uh, 75% of the entire Earth? Yeah. Fun fact, Sam. Yeah. And humans are about 75% H2O as well. So, <laughs> That's know. right, dude. There, there we, seems to be a common thread. We are Earth. <laughs> we are we Earth, are. dude. We are. What, what's it in fucking Avatar? Uh, what, what's that tree called? Uh, I have no idea. It's not, not Lisa. What's the tree called in Avatar? Is it the the tree in both the first yeah, and yeah, it's the second both. movie? Okay, okay. Was Issa? No. What do they call like like the mother in uh, in Avatar? Come on. You should know it's on the top of your head. Yeah. The look tree that, of souls. Look that up, Jamie. The Tree of Souls. Oh, they had a specific name for Mother Nature, though. It was... Uh, oh. Awa. That's what it was. Awa. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awa. Yeah. yeah. Awa. Closest connection to Awa. Awa. Ah. Heal me, Awa. Heal me. The Tree of Souls, dude. That's fun. That's fun. It's on HBO now. You can watch it. Or Disney. It is. It is. All three hours plus. Yeah, I, I saw it in theaters, and actually, my friends and I just had a, a huge popcorn fight the entire... Jeez. movie so we we certainly left quite the pickup for the the cleaning crew so ap apologies for that but <laughs> well, we left a tip <laughs> <laughs> threw some some cash on the ground too why not someone will find this <laughs> <laughs> well shit man good stuff on the current events good stuff on the current yes events. but speaking of tanking we can tip go over to the mets man holy shit they've had a rough june uh Okay. I, I, they've they won like it was like three game losing streak, win one game. Three game losing streak, win one game. It was Damn, brutal, dude. man. They basically out of the race at this point. I mean, they need a major turnaround, man. They're 34 and 41, 14 games behind the NL East leading Braves. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Verlander's not doing it for them. Scherzer's not doing it for them. It's been a tough. But the crazy thing the is that they have like a one of the highest scoring offenses right now in the league. Uh, Definitely top eight. I forget where they rank. I think it's like the number six, five or six. And so you're wondering how they're. So they've scored 338 runs, and in the NL East alone, that's that would be good for second. Yeah, like yeah. I said, only the Braves are are higher. Are one of the top offenses in the entire league. Yeah, and they just fucking fucking a man. They, yeah. Scherzer and Verlander. I mean, I'm pretty sure I said this on this podcast where I did not like the Verlander signing at all. They're overpaying the guy. I mean, his, his glory days, he had some in Houston. I'll give him that. He had a great career in Houston. Yeah, for sure. And for he sure. had another Hall of Fame career, essentially, down in Detroit, too. Yep. But, you know, my, my man, Verlander, he's just old, older, 38, I think, or no, more than that. He's, uh, he's still married to, to Kate Upton. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this extensively <laughs> as well. Yeah, we've, we've touched upon that topic more than once. <laughs> he is 40, dude. 40, yeah. 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 So, wow. He's just not, not getting it done for him. And then Scherzer, uh -huh. he's, he, in, earlier in the season... Pretty solid arm, but really, sure. really kind of starting to fall off. Uh, 
you know, disappointment with, with Tomas Nito uh, down at the catcher position. He's basically getting designated for assignment as well. So but, what do you think of uh, Francisco Alvarez, their their rookie catcher? Alvarez is a solid prospect, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a hot start. Mm-hmm. Hot start. Very true, dude. Very true. I picked him up for a, a few games in fantasy baseball last week, and uh, he was he was definitely worth the pickup. Mm-hmm. So um, initially, when you were talking about tanking, I thought you were going to mention the the Oakland A's. <laughs> oh well, the A's went on a minor win streak. I mean, I feel like they're a team that yeah they suck right now, and that's probably half the reason why they're lo- why they're moving. But it was pretty incredible to watch the fan base come together for that game. And very true. Dude. I think they won what five or six in a row. It doesn't matter though, man. They're thirty-eight big games below five hundred. Yeah, they're twenty and fifty-eight. So they're they were being compared at the beginning of the season to the nineteen sixty-two Mets, yeah. who um, were the only team in history, I believe. Well, actually, no. Don't quote me on this yet. Um, are you going to say lost hundred games? No, the, the O's uh, have done it a couple times. Right. So, so, so they are the only team to lose one hundred twenty games in one season. They went yeah. forty and, and one twenty. Um, yeah, the A's might do that too. Wow, dude! I mean, they're they're halfway to forty. They are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and, and we're. It's, it's, I mean, it's they not played what the, uh, the All Star break yet? They played seventy eight games, so yeah, they're on pace to be like forty two wins. Yeah, give or take. Sure, forty one, sure. forty two wins. So they could do it. They could. They, they could just need to breach 39? that that wall to not be the worst team ever. I bet you can bet on that. Yeah, somewhere in Vegas. I bet but you could. Holy crap, man. The AL East this, this season, I mean, the Sox have turned it on after, again, a sluggish start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orioles really cooled off. Tampa Bay still holds a commanding five-and-a-half game lead. No and, doubt. Uh, you know, best record in baseball still. Right, right. And, I mean, it just goes to show that, um, you know, giving you some perspective, the Red Sox are 40-37. and 37. They're in last place 12 games back, but they still have a winning record, dude. Yeah, where are they sitting in the wild card? Because right That's now, it's, it's the AL East right now is getting in. They got both the wild card spots. Yeah, the Red Sox uh, currently are sixth in okay. the wild card. And so the Strohs. One and a half games back. The Mariners are three games back. Uh, Orioles right now own own a commanding spot for that first AL wild card. What, five so games? Like five five games. games up, yep. Yeah. Yep. They've, they've, they've been on fire, dude. Really, really good. Oh, yeah, it's been an incredible season for them. Yes, Yes. Incredible, incredible season. Ooh, fantastic news for my fantasy team, dude. Cedric Mullins just got activated from the IL for the first time since late uh, late May from a right groin strain. That's 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 massive. He's that's huge. possibly, um, speaking of the Orioles there, he's possibly one of the best outfielders in the game there. He, he uh, patrols their center field. So I'm excited, dude. Right on. Right on. Okay. Sorry, just... Uh, Random new spot there. Uh, I like I like fun facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Why a fan not, of dude? Fun facts. Pop them up at, every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, speaking of baseball, um, the College World Series game one is tonight. LSU in Florida, dude. Yeah, I'm the main storyline I'm following with that is the number one seed once again not getting in. Right, Wake, uh, Wake Forest. Forest. Yeah. yeah, they failed to secure the spot. They did, dude. I was really pulling for one of like the underdog seeds, like like, like a Stanford or an Oral Roberts, to, to, to make oh, it a sure. little a little further. Just because I mean, these two teams are blue blood college baseball programs that mm-hmm. well, they're going to be there for a long time. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure, dude. Who are you taking though, LSU or Florida? I know nothing about college baseball. Really. Ooh, so all, all I did was watch Thursday night's game. That was the the playing game to the World Series. It was between um, 
uh, LSU and Wake Forest. They they hit a walk off homer, dude. Yeah, to win. And Crazy. That was, that was amazing. So just going off of that mo- momentum, beating the number one seed, it's it's hard to not take LSU. And I'm just reading this this article about their first baseman, Trey Morgan, who apparently is uh, the third coming of of Christ. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I mean, I know absolutely nothing about the the, the college world series as well. I do know though that uh, one of our Former coworkers Chris just moved down to Omaha, and yeah, he's, he's probably gone. Sent me a Snapchat of uh, I think Wednesday night's game, so it looked like, dude, awesome, awesome vibes there for sure. He's having a good time. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'll go with the Gators just because their uniforms kind of look cooler. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be the the battle of of the Blues. Very for sure, dude. Bright uniforms. Yes, yes. A very southeastern Vibrant. battle. There. Very yeah, very southeastern. Yeah. SDC, yeah. pun intended. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very much so. Exactly, dude. Uh back to the pros though, real quick. Yeah, 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 for sure. MLB All Star Games coming to town. It is two weeks. Dude. July eighth, I think, is the Derby, and then with the games on the tenth. Something like that. Tickets are ridiculous though. Holy fuck, man. Oh, t- wait, wait. You want a Harmon Derby ticket? I think it's like four ninety nine, probably five hundred bucks. Yeah, and then the All Star Game ticket, I think, like minimum is like two fifty, three hundred dollars. Yeah, here let's let's look up the That's tickets crazy. here. So That's yeah, crazy. the the home run derby's on the tenth of July, okay, and yeah, yeah. the All Star Game's on my birthday, the eleventh. The eleventh, okay. Nice little he, treat there. So, Julio Rodriguez has to be a lock, right? He's yes, he's, he's going to participate for sure. Yes, he was actually the first one to be a lock. Okay. Yep. Yep. Who else do you think? Pete Alonso is going to go back. Pete Alonso is going back. Yeah, he kind of sure, has dude. to, right? The the polar bear needs to defend his he title. Has. I would love to see Judge in it again, but I would too. In fact, uh, you put you give me Judge, you give me Shohei. That'd be so oh god, I mean, Shohei that'd be awesome. Underperformed to the last out he had, basically, or the last like thirty seconds. Right, he hit a couple. Right. Everyone was expecting like big things from Shohei. Absolute beast, dude. It's crazy because then he went out and pitched the first inning the next day. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the man's just a once in a lifetime talent. He 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 really is. Who are the other home run leaders this year that, that you would see? Let's Judge, see. like well, we just talked about him. Vlad um, has no home runs this year. Shohei Otani's first with with twenty five. Twenty five, right? And then it's Matt Olson from the Braves with twenty three. Okay. Polar Bear at uh, tied for for second as well. Um, Jorge Soler with the Marlins at twenty one, and then Kyle Schwarber. Running at the top five. Schwarber, he can run it back. He was in it last year, too. He definitely can. Yeah, for who, sure, dude. Who are the next five? Let's see. Let's see. Run out, run out the top 12. Run out the top 12. Okay. Yeah, because I think it's 12, okay. right? So, yeah. Aaron Judge would be six. Yeah. Mookie Betts, seven. Tied Mookie with, Betts? Yes. He what's he got? He has 18. Yep. 18, yeah. Good call, dude. 18. And then uh, five stolen bases. I, I would honestly expect more. Stolen bases are way up this year. Yeah, they are, dude. Yeah, way yeah, they are. I forget uh, who it is, but there's someone with like fifty, not fifty bags, but he's got like like thirty nine bags. I think or 40 he actually bags plays for the Oakland A's. Um, he's he's a speedster, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see, stolen bases. Yes, Estuary Ruiz. Yeah, he's having a, a hell of a season. Thirty nine stolen bases, dude. That's yeah, thirty nine. Yeah, seventy five games played. <laughs> That's insane, dude. That's insane. How is his WAR only point two, dude? That seems way low for well, what's above his batting average? Let's see, two sixty six, and uh, it's not bad, really. Unless he has got bad fielding percentages. Yeah, maybe, maybe. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, he's he's only hit one home run, and he only has 31 RBIs. Yeah, and he plays so, for a crappy team in Oakland, yes, too. Yes, very true. All right, but very then true. we got... Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. For the, the home runs, Aaron Judge was at six, and then Mookie Betts, seventh, Max... Muncy, Rafa from uh, the, the Red Sox, and then Devers, yeah. Luis Robert. They're all tied for seventh, and then Ozzy Albies. Okay. Uh, okay. At eleventh, Mike Trout is at at fourteen. Yeah. 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 I think. Uh, mm, I would love to see. You could take anybody from that list, and that'd yeah, be entertaining for sure, dude. I, anyone... I kind of want to see Fernando Tatis. I was just thinking yes. that. He's yeah, such an electric player, dude. I mean, it's it's fun to watch him whenever he steps in the box, dude. Just uh, an amazing talent. Yeah, I was, again, I'm going down the list, see if anyone else on here would be a good choice. I mean, you could put Goldschmidt in it. Juan Soto's been in it. Definitely, dude. Arozarena. Yeah, Nolan Arenado would, would be fun, dude. I don't think he's, put he's ever participated. But that'd be fun to see, though. It would be fun to see. No doubt. Let's see who else. Let's go yeah, Juan Soto yeah, for sure. Really. Either way, it should be it should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting to watch that derby. It should be. So going back to, to the derby uh, for prices, according to SeatGeek here, uh, the cheapest seat right now for the home run derby is two sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit much for a nosebleed. Still steep. <laughs> it is pretty steep. Yeah, very steep. Let's see, and those seats, yeah, those are way way up. Row three fifteen. <clears throat> or I'm sorry. Not Section really in the hunt. Row twenty-four. No, no, no. They got five hundred on the dot. Yeah, yeah. I want to say they're like eight games back right now. Yeah, nine and a half. Oh, not nine and a half. Okay, yep, yep. And it's it's crowded a for a wild card. card. It is, dude. It is. I'm not sure that this will be the magical year like it was last year. I mean, they went on a big tear. I guess it was a little earlier than this time of the year, but right, they did right. go on. The, what they won like eight. Nine games yeah, straight. Yeah, they had a, a very hot st- hot start to the the season. I guess they're only three games out of a wild card. Oh, not bad. No. Okay. No, in fact, you got a bunch of teams that are one, two, three, four, five, five teams essentially vying for the last wild card. Well, spot that's right that's now. nice, dude. Yes, yeah, it, it, sh- it should be an interesting year to mm-hmm. just kind of wind things down here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you're you're going golfing this afternoon? Yeah, it's gonna be a good day. You, yeah, you stoked for the weather? I hope. I mean, the sun's supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. If it does, I might change the shorts. Yeah, it's kind of an in-between temperature. It's fifty-eight right now. Fifty-eight which for June's ridiculous, Sam. It is, dude. It is. It's it's sad. I'm sorry. It's July, man. Welcome to Washington. Fuck, it's dude. July fourth. Yeah, fifty-eight yeah. degrees at ten thirty-seven a.m. No, That's but pretty wild. I. The high today um, is like going to be in the low to mid seventies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that'll be at the time of our summer solstice party this this afternoon oh, slash evening. Yeah, solstice time. Yes, dude. E- even though the solstice actually was on Wednesday the twenty first, but you know, no gotta, one needs to know that. No, no, exactly. No, no one needs exactly. To know that. I think we're in the <laughs> the close, close enough department. Yeah, close enough department. Yes, but, I think it justifies a party for sure, dude. Speaking of setting suns, man. Uh, did you see with Rob Manfred where he's like, I regret giving the Astros immunity? Oh, did, I, I did not see that. No. Yeah. So basically, just a quick recap. Yeah, yeah. In case you don't follow baseball at all. You know, Astros, very controversial World Series win in, what, 2020? Correct. Right before the pandemic. Uh, I guess, yeah, 2020. No, yeah. 2019. 
was the last one. 2019. Summer 2019. Yeah. Right. Fall 2019 was the last World Series before the pandemic. Um, and and they beat the Yankees. Uh, and and there was some contra- controversy during the ALCS mm-hmm. that they were stealing signs. And then, which isn't necessarily illegal. You're allowed to steal signs, but you're not allowed to relay them using technology, which yes. is what they had allegedly done. Um, and... Yep. Manfred basically gave them immunity to any player that came forward and quote-unquote told the truth. And he said that he regrets giving them said immunity, thinking that there should have been a harsher punishment for those players and mm-hmm. uh, the Astros organization in general. Because I think at the end of the day, they weren't even... They, no draft picks were taken from them, right? Like, there were no I, fines thrown out? I don't uh, believe so. I don't, I don't think anything happened to them except for like a slap on the wrist saying, hey, don't do that again. And then they also changed the rules with regards to camera placement. Ooh, the Astros were fined $5 million, dude. Okay. Yeah, $5 million fine. And the, they, they were also forced to forfeit their first and second round draft picks in 2020 and 2021. Okay. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. And then also, A.J. Hinch was suspended for the entire 2020 season, including the playoffs. So their their manager was a no-go. No-go. Yeah. That's wild, dude. That is wild. That's absolutely wild. That is wild. But in but, the 2019 World Series, that's that's when the Nationals won over the Houston Astros four to three. It went all the way to Game Seven. So much fun. Quick quiz here: Who was the MVP of that 2019 World Series? Ooh, no, it wasn't. No. Wait, the Astros won that. No, 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 the Nationals won that series. Correct. Right? Correct. Yep. Yep. And the MVP it wasn't Rendon. Then it must have been. Think pitcher. Uh, for the Nationals. Oh, Scherzer. Close. Because he was he was a It starts with an S, yes. That's Strasburg. Yeah, Steven Steven Strasburg, dude. (laughs) Wow. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what his uh Hmm. That's wild. Where was Max playing that? He was a Astro? Max Max was still Um I think he was still on the Nats because he started with the Nats, right? Right, right. Then no, no, no. Scherzer was a Tiger as well. Yes, he was a Tiger. He's he's played with a, a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, he was with the Nationals. Yep, from 2015 to 2021. Okay, so yeah. he was also on that World yeah. Series team there. So yeah, he pitched on short rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because who cares? The World Series. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's had a Hall of Fame career. I mean, eight time All Star. Winning the World Series three times, Cy Young four times, wins leader. Damn, yeah, I'd dude. say it's that's pretty good for a Hall of Fame career. That's a really good, dude. Especially in today's pitching. I mean, yes. Also, he has uh, the record for most strikeouts in a nine inning game. Guess how much, dude? Twenty. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he tied it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Roger good. Clemens good did it. Uh, Carrie Wood. Carrie Wood. Chicago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Damn. That's that's a wild stat. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. yeah one of the best to ever do it. 20's a lot. I'm surprised no one's got 21 yet. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of games. Man. 21. Yeah, that would be 3Ks each each inning. We'll give it no. Be, or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to strike be, out the side a couple times, yeah, but right. average like 2 27 would be. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's a perfect game. Like, right. As well. 27 yeah. up, 27 down. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, 20 strikeouts, a lot of fucking strikeouts. It's a lot of pitches too. Yeah, very true, dude. Very true. Be like, no one's gonna put the ball in play today. <laughs> no, dude. No one at all. 
it's gonna be but, a uh, battle. Speaking of putting the ball in play today, though, the the Reds I just got to mention are red hot. Ooh, against the Braves, and they won eleven to ten. Yeah, yeah, they won twelve in a row, and then they had that. Wow. The, the young guy, uh, Ellie De La Cruz, hit for the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the first, uh, youngest players to do it, and he did it in uh, his first twenty games. Dude, they have a great young team. They, they, yeah, they really do, dude. They're the, definitely buying into that farm system, dude. It's paying massive. I mean, winning dividends. twelve games in a row is gonna help out any team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No oh, doubt. Shit. Wow, dude. Games, man. Wait, so many games in a row. And yeah. it's such a hard sport to do it in baseball too, because mm-hmm. so many different variables. Yeah. Especially with pitching. So the last time the the Reds lost was June 9th. Wow. <laughs> That's maybe, bonkers, dude. Maybe they'll go a whole month. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be wild? Maybe they'll break the A's. Damn, dude. Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, yep. Ellie De La Cruz. And yeah. then Joey Votto um, launched two bombs. One one was the, the game tying, and then the, the, less, the last one was the, the go-ahead. It's Otto Joey game. Votto. Yeah, it is, dude. Still making it happen, and he's like what in his mid thirties, late. Yeah, 30s? We, yeah, we we talked about him earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we did. How? He's a hormone. He's the active hormone leader, right? Oh, I I would not doubt that. He's thirty nine. Yeah, I think he's the active. He's got to be the active hormone leader, unless it's Nelson Cruz. Because Nelson Cruz is almost at. Nelson Cruz is is first. He's yeah. at 464. Yeah, he's almost at 500. Yeah, so the, the top four guys here for active home runs, Nelson Cruz, Giancarlo Stanton, Mike Trout, and Joey Votto. Okay, Votto's fourth. Yep. He's, he's, What's he yeah. at home run runs? Uh, he's at 343. 343. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we get to four. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure, dude. Well, actually, so Miguel Cabrera, he would be first. Is he still playing right now? He's active? Maybe? God damn. That yeah, guy's a dinosaur. I he retired last year. Um, Let's look up the roster. He's still playing for the D- Detroit Tigers, dude. Oh wow. Okay, he's he's forty, so he would be first overall, actually, um, above Nelson Cruz. He's at five oh eight, dude. That's impressive. He's a dinosaur. Yeah, he is. Forty years old. That's wild, dude. That's extremely wild. Yeah, it is. Trying to find the team stats. Here we go. Shit. I just want to see what 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 what, what he's slashing right now. Mm-hmm. 133 at bats, eight runs, 31 hits, one home run. 233 on base, 311 slugging, 323. <laughs> it's it's definitely the the dying embers of his career. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure, dude. Hall of Fame career. But good for him to still be playing, though. Fuck, that's impressive, dude. I wonder what, what's his career. Let's find his career. See all. He's just crushing his career batting average at all. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, for his sure. career is batting average 307 still. 307 still. Despite having seven straight years sub 300. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah. He had one, two. Wow. So that means that means he was averaging like in the peak of his career, he's probably averaging like three thirty. Three thirty. He had eleven seasons batting above three ten. Wow. Wow, dude. But was what were the stats in his rookie year? His rookie year? He yeah. batted two sixty eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, up and comer. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> That's yeah, wild. before he got he before he went to Detroit, he batted three twenty. Shit ton of RBIs and home runs. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Just goddamn dinosaur. He is. He's, he's got to be just like a pinch hitter right now. Yes, yes. He comes he, off. He is. Yep, yep, yep. He's uh, he's played in the bigs for 21 years, dude. I know. More than two decades. God damn, dude. Old. Yeah, I was uh, I was eight years old when he joined, or sorry, um, when he played his his first game in the bigs. <laughs> How the Tigers didn't win some World Series? Beyond one, the even World Series. Let's see. Detroit won, I think, with with Verlander one year. I'm pretty sure. Because him and Cabrera. I know they made it. So they've they've only gone four times. Um, I'm I'm sorry. They've they've won four World Series. They must have won. I'm almost positive they won one year. But I want to say uh, yes, yes, tw- in tw- 2012. Okay. Yeah, and and that's also the year when Miguel Cabrera won the triple crown. Triple crown. So it was yes. just meant to be. It was meant to be, dude. 2012. Fucking crazy. Great, great team. Yeah, but the Giants won in a four-game sweep there. In, Who'd they beat? In 2012, uh, they they beat the Tigers. Um, so last last time the Tigers have actually won the World Series was in 1984. Yeah. Oh, Tigers lost that World Series. Correct. Uh, I thought you said they won it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so Miguel obviously won the triple crown, but um, the Giants won it all. Yeah. Wow, this was a good team. Verlander, Scherzer, Porcello, Doug Fister. Oh, Doug Fister, dude. I haven't heard that name in a while. He he uh, pitched for the Red Sox, too, yeah? Yeah, he did a little bit. Right, right, right. Anibal Sanchez. Anibal Sanchez. I, I, I want to say uh, the MVP for that World Series was Pablo Sandoval. Pablo. With the Giants. Panda bear. The Panda Bear. Then he went to the Red Sox and got super fat. Yes. <laughs> he ballooned, too. Super fat. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. He didn't do anything with the Sox. No, he no, he this did not. It was a pretty good team. They had Alex Avila, Prince Fielder, Omar mm-hmm. Infante, Yanni Peralta, yeah, Cabrera, Andy Dirks, Austin Jackson, Speed Demon in center field. Mm-hmm. No doubt, dude. No doubt. Prince Fielder. Yeah. Wow. And then that that year, Buster Posey was the the batting league champ and also mm-hmm. the NL MVP. Mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. dude. Okay, so here's a question for you and possibly Brad out there in the audience. Um, who do you think the the better catcher is between Buster Posey and Joe Mauer? Oh, I knew that was because <laughs> both cool. are are uh, former batting champions. Um, shoot, like who had better careers? I mean, Buster's definitely Buster has won more series, world has yeah. more rings. You know, he does, dude. Three. I think he's won two. Because for a while the Giants won it every other year. They did. It was it was every even year. Every yeah. Um, they won twice. Yeah, he's he's won the World Series three times. Yeah. 2010, 2012, 2014. Yeah. Boom, right. boom, boom. Yeah. Every other year. That's wild. Dude. That is wild. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> every other year. Wow. And his MLB stats: three hundred two, batting average: one hundred fifty eight bombs. No, no doubt. That's a great career. Wow. Great defensively too. Yes, so true. Also won a gold medal uh, in in uh, the twenty seventeen World Baseball Classic. Not bad, not bad. That's a pretty good career. That's a really good career. Yeah, yeah. But uh, pull up Mowers now. Yes. Okay. Brad's gonna be like, "What? <laughs> no." 
cut off side. He's going to fight us when we see him on Monday. Yes, for sure, dude. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Shout out to you, Brad. Yes. Shout out to you. Um, okay, so Joe Maurer does have the higher batting average at 306. Um, only has 143 home runs, so Buster beats him there as well. Um, although Joe Maurer has more RBIs. 923 to Buster's 729. Dude, Not there's a whole there. Reddit thread of Buster Posey or Joe Maurer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I bet, dude. I mean, it's it's the two most iconic catchers of our era. Yeah. No doubt, dude. Posey had more home runs. Maurer, better mm-hmm. average. On base was Maurer. Yeah. Slugging was Posey. OPS, Posey. Yeah. I mean, statistically, Posey. And mm-hmm. World Series-wise, I guess better careers. You know, sorry, Brad. Right. I don't like either of these guys, man. So I think I'm, I'm being pretty objective. <laughs> All right. Why don't you you like them? Well, I mean, I'm not like fans of the Giants or the Twins. I mean, like, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guess sure. I'm, okay, I'm indifferent okay. right. towards both of these right. people. Right. Okay. You know? Fair, yeah. Fair enough, dude. Like, I have zero loyalty or hate for the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. And zero loyalty or hate for the Minnesota Twins. Right. All right, Brad. Here's here's one stat for you. As as he probably knows, Joe Maurer is a three-time Gold Glove Award winner. Buster has only won it once. So... That that also goes Joe's way, but I I do believe overall Buster had the better career. Peak Joe. Someone sure. says peak Joe, career Posey. Like like let, let me see. Ooh. Po- pull up Joe's best season. Okay. Let's see. I just want to find what his best was. You're pulling up Buster Posey. Yeah yeah, yeah perfect. I, I got Posey. So Posty's best batting average, 2012, which they won the World Series, mm-hmm. 336. Oh, nice. 336. God yeah. damn. He was a hitting machine. That's really impressive. On base, 408. So he got on base almost half the time. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy on base percentage. Mm-hmm. His OPS, yeah, it was almost 1,000. That's wild, dude. 148 games played behind the plate, too, which durability is also a key factor. It so. is. It definitely is, dude. He played the most he ever played was in 2015. He played okay. 150 games in the regular season. Right, right. Behind the plate. Damn, okay. I got you. I'm just trying to find. Okay, yeah. Batting average on balls in play. The BAPIP. <laughs> the BAPIP. BAPIP. What a fun name, dude. Oh, here we go. Okay. So Joe Maurer, for for contrast, his best hitting season. Wow, he probably went bad. He does the three fifty one. Two thousand nine, uh, when he bat three sixty five, his his on base um, was four forty four, on base plus slugging at one point zero three one. Damn, dude, that is that is a huge year. Um, I'm sorry, how many games? Uh, what was the most amount of games that Buster played in one season? 150. 150, okay. So Joe Maurer would be, his highest is 147. Oh, I'm sorry, 158, and that was in 2015. Wow, so he played almost every game. Yeah, that's Or at least appeared in almost every game. Iron Man, right, right, right. Her catcher has insane. Yes, yes. I would imagine that a few of those appearances would be as a DH. <laughs> right. Power, I think Maurer had more power. 24 most home runs. Oh, in one season? Let's yeah. see. Um, okay. And then Maurer, his most ever was 28. That was yes. in 2009. Maurer, that was his, more power. His best year. Yeah. By far, dude. 
28 and 96. Wow, that's impressive, dude. RBIs. 103 but i don't know that's not really a telling stat it just means you hit with runners scoring position which you know it's important exactly. in baseball yeah rbis are really dependent on what uh order you are in the lineup <laughs> that's 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 really where it comes into play let's look up posey's defensive stats i don't know what defensive stats Ooh, they have for posey. fielding yeah 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 okay okay here we go all right game started at catcher for Joe Maurer, uh, 135, and that was in 2008. All right, standard fielding. So field percentage is important. Yes, for sure. I mean, he had a career 995 field percentage, so he was automatic, basically. He was automatic, dude. Joe Maurer's, God, dude. He had three seasons where he was at .998. <laughs> In 07, 2016, and 2017. Yeah, Posey had a couple perfect Damn. years. Really? Wow. At first base. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Catching. Yeah, that's that's right, because Buster did play His best was 998 catching, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Forgot he played first base. Yeah, 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 that's right. I, I want to say Joe played for first base later in his career. I mean, he, the man was 6'5", 225. He's, he's a unit. Caught stealing, caught stealing percentage. That's an important defensive stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty percent in two thousand nine. Mhm. Mhm. It's pretty good. And okay, so it shows the league caught stealing percentage. Interesting. So you can compare the two, and he was consistently above the league average. Right. Right. His best year, he was. Because he only played a couple a couple games behind the plate in 2009. Mhm. Yeah, he was his best year for a full season, 2017, 38%. That's impressive, dude. Yeah, man. One out of 3 getting getting caught. Don't yeah. run on me. Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, man. I, I think my final answer is Buster Posey. I'm going to say same. Same. Who had a better to Brad's dis, dismay. <laughs> yes, his dismay in, in learning that answer. Just punching air right now. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Kill you. Yes. Punching air. I love it, dude. I love I'll it. I'll tell him to give it a listen. Yes, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. This afternoon. <laughs> dude, shall we get some monologues in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's, it's kind of a, not a dead season in, 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 in sports, just, just a lot of baseball action going on right now. Lower key, yeah. I mean, the NBA ended. Congratulations. The Nuggets won their first. To the Nuggets, title. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They won. Denver's won a couple championships lately, man. Right. Yeah. So this year with the Nuggets, last year with with the Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Philadelphia's still a city of heartbreak. Yeah, it is, dude. The only team that they need to win one is like the Rockies, because the Broncos had one recently, at least in the past decade. You know. Right, right. But the Rockies. Have they ever won no, the World Series? No, they've never won. Okay. They've never won. Yeah. They've yeah. been there, mm-hmm. and they got swept. Certainly, dude. Then they got Certainly. swept. Certainly. Yeah, man. Uh, right other on. sports. Tour de France coming up. Oh, it is. Is that right your right monologue, on. though? Yes. It is? Mm-hmm. Tour de France is? Mm-hmm. All right, so no yeah. spoilers there. First, uh, let's see. First day, I believe, of the tour would either be the 2nd or the 3rd of July. Let's see. Yeah. 
Take your time, James. It starts July 1st, actually. Okay. Oh, right so that's there. in a week. Uh, so that is next Saturday. And it always starts in Copenhagen. A week from today, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So last time year, trial. Yes. Last year, uh, the first three stages were all in Denmark. And that's the, the country where Jonas Vingigo is from. Not Copenhagen? And, and he won uh, last is, year's tour. Not Copenhagen? No. Or let's see. Because on that documentary, it said it always starts in Copenhagen. That's like the cycling capital of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, let's see. Right? Because then, then they have that initial time trial there in right. stage one. Right. It's like a short time trial. Where the epic cra- crashes, too, from all that rain. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good documentary, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- it's it's a fun one, dude. Unchained. Yes. It kind of shits on Lance Armstrong a little bit, though. Questioning his morals. It does. It does. Uh, frankly... <laughs> The whole blood doping thing, dude. It's your own blood you're using. It is, it's and your you're own competing blood. with with so many other guys who are also every, on everyone's e- doing EPO. It. Like, everyone yeah. was doing it. It's yeah. not like he's he's, you know, uh, injecting some foreign substance into his body. Like right, right. Basically, did what Kobe Bryant did to help him recover faster from his uh, well torn Achilles. Right. Yes. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you are correct. Uh, Copenhagen. Last year's um, first stage was in Copenhagen. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Look at me. Yes. Yeah, come on. The now. cycling connoisseur. Yeah, I know. I like it, dude. I You're like the it. guy. <laughs> You're supposed to be the cycling guy. <laughs> so that's that's a perfect segue into my monologue here where I, I, I wanted to shout out some, some love to Gino Mater, who is, um, uh, was a professional cyclist he he actually died in a descent uh last last weekend at the tour of switzerland died um, yeah yeah he did sorry. He was, monologue monologue sorry go, go yeah 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 no no you're fine um well, yeah he was going about 63 miles an hour around this this bend and uh um they're, they're not exactly sure what happened during the crash because nobody caught it on film but um uh, they're they're assuming just with the the severity of of that corner, it's so steep uh, that he he might have lost traction with his front wheel and just went out. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean there was there was quite a, a massive amount of respect paid to him uh, on the stage following his his death. I mean they neutralized the entire stage. It wasn't a race; it, it was more of a parade. Um, you know, just just going around that that stage, and then his his team. All of his teammates, um, I think with about 500 meters to go to the, the finish, his entire team comes to, to, to the front of the of the peloton and just crosses the line all together. It's a, a beautiful moment to see that, that homage paid to an amazing guy. Uh, because I think off off the bike, he, he ran a, a charity, I, I believe, um, that... Uh, was involved in Africa. I, f- I forget exactly what happened. Um, oh, so this is how he he, he crashed here. Um, so they were able to I- identify gravel that was right on the side of the, of the road that that he probably went in, um, taking that that corner way too steep, and then you know having to compensate at sixty two miles an hour in the gravel at a at a severe angle when when you have so many G's going. A- against you fuck dude that's that's a tough way to to go out yikes so gino thank you for 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 what you brought to to the sport i I mean you were only 26 years old and um an amazing 
human. And so, uh, you know, I, I sure hope the, the tour de France can honor you. Um, so rest in peace. Shit, man. That's a really sad story. Yeah. How, how, how prevalent, do, how often do people die in, in these races? I mean, Oh, the, the last crashes are common, but yeah, death? crashes are, are common, but deaths, um, in bike racing, very, very rare. Uh, just looking up the stat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the most common injuries were like broken wrist or broken collarbone. Or oh something. yeah, for sure. For sure. As far as like actual bone breaks, minus, you know, cuts, bruises and scrapes. But yes. Yes. I feel um, like collarbones and wrists get broken a lot. Right. I sure do, dude. You took a nice spill, man. You're lucky. You didn't break your collarbone or anything. I know. I am Shit. quite, quite glad that that did not happen. Um, <laughs> I can definitely attest that to upper body strength. I mean, there's a lot of cyclists who, if if they were to go down, they just have no upper body, mm -hmm. <laughs> anything. And so yeah. breaking a collarbone then would be much, much more um, common. Yeah, no absorption at all. Right, right. Not much. Um Okay, so the last guy to dive was just last year um, killed in a high-speed crash during a gravel race in Vermont. Damn, gravel? Damn, gravel. That sounds like a terrible... Bikes and gravel just don't sound like a good idea. No, I've, I've done one gravel ride and it was not my idea of a, of a fun time. <laughs> you need like special fat tires, right? Yes, for sure. And, not and the, the terrain's really rocky. And especially on descents, you're like, fuck, dude, I, I just got to peel on these brakes the entire time i i just didn't feel safe um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh gorgeous views though so to to go back on your question though cycling deaths um in the professional circuit wow dude um yeah three deaths alone in 2019 wow dude so wow. it it definitely is is more common than than you would think it's it's a dangerous sport and it's it's um certainly kind of uh skewed my perspective on on racing just to think that if if a, if a crash of that magnitude that i had on on wednesday happened during a race goddamn with like all those extra bodies around you it could have been so much worse so yeah i mean hopefully someone else would have seen the pothole in front of you uh, oh for sure for sure like, <laughs> i assume there's some kind of call people make or, yes. or they're like you, they're like, using their 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 hands to yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of the I way mean, it's probably common courtesy right like you yeah, don't want sure, dude. someone else to crash unless they're like they're you know, ultra rivals right yeah. exactly dude. exactly <laughs> there's no pothole there <laughs> not at all yeah it, t it, t it took me out dude it was just lying off in the shade and didn't see that at, at all dude mm -hmm. oof mm -hmm. brutal absolutely brutal dude on uh kind of shifting gears here uh mm -hmm. looking at, at the nfl side a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. you know that the, the there, there was um, a, a little bit of beef I saw between uh, Jamar Chase and Travis Kelsey this past week. For, Ooh, I uh, did see that too. Him saying Mahomes who. Um, or I, I think it was Pat who. Oh, Pat who. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Pat, mm -hmm. Pat who. You know, not, not necessarily the best idea, poke, poking Patrick Mahomes. I mean, granted, the Bengals have had the Chiefs number. I mean, they're the one team. I think they beat him three times in a row now, four times right. in a row. Right. So he's got some way to stand on, but... Chiefs are perennial playoff team, man. Like they can win, they can they can win it every year. 
reigning Super Bowl champions. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, this happened when they made their their White House house visit. Uh, if, you, if you saw um, Mahomes had to take the microphone away from Kelsey because yes. he was like, Kelsey's probably going to say some stupid shit right now, <laughs> like about about Biden or something about Trump or something. Sure, sure. You know, Kelsey just to me screams out just. Not that he's uneducated. I mean, he seems like a smart guy. He went sure. to Cincinnati. Sure. You know, but he's definitely, uh, we'll say, spontaneous in uh, some of the things he he might have said with that microphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's a good friend for Mahomes to take it from before he said something foolish. Yeah. Get himself in trouble. Mm-hmm. Can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Golf stage, though, Travers Championship. It's current right now. Keegan Bradley is currently in the lead. Uh, Ricky though had a huge day. He shot seven under. Uh, was shooting That's seven under today through eleven holes. So he, he started to make a push to the front after, frankly, uh, collapse in the last U.S. Open, uh, which happened this past weekend. So shout out to Wyndham Clark for winning that. Yes. Also a Colorado native. Oh, very cool. You know, I wonder what tribe he's from. <laughs> he might be Cheyenne. <laughs> he, he might be. He might be Cheyenne. Or um, part of the Sioux. But no, man, it, I felt so bad for for Ricky uh, last week. Coughing it up again. Yeah, I mean, he shot four over in the last day, and if he had shot even, he would have won. Mm-hmm. He, no, I'm oh, sorry, he would have tied if he had shot even. Granted, you know, it's a, that's easier said than done, uh, especially at the U.S. Open on a Sunday with all the pressure going on you, and you're in the last group of the day. Yeah. You know, you got to understand, too, like, being in the last group, like, the greens are usually heated up, they're running faster, so it, putting doesn't get any easier as the day goes on, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, he he just had some. He's really struggling, just making some putts that he should have made, and yeah, finished four over after starting the day eight under. And fun fact too, he actually had the most birdies ever in a major in that tournament. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Wow, you know, most birdies ever, and didn't win. In fact, I think impressive. he dropped all the way down, uh, tied for sixth oh. with. Uh, Rory making a charge towards the end, you know, same thing. He missed a couple of putts, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again, it's it's just easier said than done to to shoot low in the U.S. Open. So right. shout out to to Clock, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. At this point, I don't know if Ricky's ever going to win a major, man. You know, he's he's tied for fifth right now at the Travelers. Yeah, yeah, twelve under. Like I said, yeah, he's shooting seven under right now through eleven holes. Yeah. So uh, you know, he's he's giving himself a shot to mm-hmm. win the Travelers Championship, but. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man, it's brutal yeah. to cough that up in a, is, in a major, especially the U.S. Very Open. Very true. You know? No doubt. And I've been pulling for Ricky. Like, I like Ricky. I've liked him since he was wearing bright orange and all Puma gear with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the nice flow coming out the top. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, dude. He's been there for a long time. Damn, $20 million purse. Yeah, th- this is a big, big purse for this event. It is, dude. It is. It is. Big purse for this event. Um... Yeah, man. You know, been a fucking tough run for golf. With this whole PGA and the Live merger as well. Essentially, Live, or the PIF, is taking over. It's not the like majority shareholder, but they're essentially funding um, the majority of the PGA events coming up. So in a way, they've took over the, the finances. Now, now, Jay Monahan, who's the... The PGA commissioner, you know, he's allegedly fighting back against it. And 
believe it or not, there's actually a lot more politics involved now where there's an antitrust case going on against the the new PGA and live merger, which they might have a case, honestly, like pun intended, they might have a case for it uh, just because of the fact that there are no other real competing bodies. And you're essentially making the um, the European tour um, much more irrelevant compared to what it was in the past. And already talent was being drained from that tour just because of the fact that Liv was there and they're handing out these fat checks. Now, the biggest part about the whole merger that annoys me is some of the PGA players are saying there should be penalties for them merging, or sorry, for the players that left and now they're being welcomed back with open arms. Frankly, I do feel for those that stayed within the PGA because they did show their loyalty, and as a human, loyalty is important to me, but they fucked up. They should have went and chased the bag because at the end of the day, it's all business, man. You know, if one of them had a serious accusation, there's no way the PGA backs them up. They're going to cut ties because they're trying to save face. And they should have saw what, you know, uh, I wouldn't say the people that went to live saw. They probably just saw, you know, a seven to eight figure payday, which, you know, I've never been offered an eight figure payday. So. I can only imagine what that feels like. I mean, you're going to weigh $50 million in my face. You know what? I don't really care who's paying me. If it's legal, fuck yeah. I will take that money. Life-changing money. So, PGA players saying there's going to be fine or some kind of extra compensation for those that stayed. And I see their point. But I don't think it should happen. Will they get raises? More than likely. But is it going to be like a loyalty bonus? You know, what does the PGA really owe them? They're essentially contracted employees that go on their tour and use their platform, the PGA's platform, to not only gain endorsements through companies, etc., but to, to market themselves as well. So PGA doesn't really owe them anything for their loyalty. And it, it's comical for them to think that they do or for them to think that they would do any differently as far as conversations concerned. Yeah, purses are going up, man. We just talked about that. 20 million purse for the Travers Championship. The highest purse in Travers Championship history. And part of that reason is because of Liv. So if you want to look at it from a relatively non-biased perspective, I guess I am a little biased because I thought Liv was good for golf. And I think at the end of the day, we can say that, yes, Liv has been good for golf as far as you know what the golfers can expect money-wise and how they should be treated. Um, as well as just, just you know, to continue to view it as an elite and highly profitable sport, as long as you have the best people playing together. So, at the end of the day, Live Golf is here to stay. 54 holes is the new 72. Well said, my friend. Thanks, man. Yes. Very yes. deep. I was trying to channel my inner Callum. Very deep. Uh, I just muted myself like an idiot. Um, but yeah, I was <laughs> I was trying to channel my in, my inner Colin Coward, you know. Dude, I would say you hit it on the money, his, son. His diction. Yes. His space. But I got to yell at Johnny Manziel or something more like, Johnny Manziel! He'll never be anything. <laughs> but you know who will? The Cowboys. Hey, yeah, prime for a good year. Yes, dude. Prime for a really good year. Yes. I, I like the nose tackle they drafted. A mm-hmm. big ass boy from Michigan got a good receiving he's a core. Fridge, dude. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a Mack truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it, it's kind of the Eagles' division though. Right now, they got as they always say, man, you got to be the best. You got to beat the best. And right now, the Eagles are the best. Mm-hmm. Basically, 
like one possession away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, very true. I hate to say, I freaking hate Philadelphia. Yes, it's a terrible sports city. They're denied once again. I know, once again, man. Mr. <laughs> uh, happy. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Well, hey, um, enjoy your, your round of golf this afternoon. The, Thanks, the boss. weather is getting nice. The sun's coming out. I can see blue sky. And, it is starting uh, to come out. Yeah. Summer solstice parties tonight, so we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, man. I'll be seeing you this evening. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, dude. Awesome. You know, uh, thanks if you're listening to this episode. Appreciate you guys listening a lot. Uh, we'll try to be a little more frequent here with NFL camps starting underway. OTAs are underway. Well, actually, not OTAs anymore. There, are, there are mandatory camps going on right now. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I think uh, the actual camps start what mid July or end that of July. About right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's coming so, up. Uh, oh, quick, quick thing though. Hard knocks. Who's it going to be? No one wants it. Pretty funny. Really? Nobody yeah, no one, wants No one it? wants to be on Hard Knocks this year. Things are distraction. Detroit doesn't even want them back. Do, do, do they think there's a Hard Knocks curse, like the Madden curse? I don't know. I think they just realize that it's a pretty big distraction. or it's just Not a distraction necessarily, but it's definitely a process. Yeah, it is. You know, it a is. massive undertaking for any NFL organization. But HBO Films has a deal with the NFL, so they'll find a team. Yeah, but I guarantee will. they won't be that stoked about it. No. No. It's pretty funny. Uh, hopefully it's the Jets. Funny. Oh, I would love be, to see Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be great yes. to have Aaron Rodgers talk about sucking dogs the whole time. Yes, which he's an advocate for, by the way. Yes, yes, <laughs> big crazy. Ayahuasca. Yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace out.